and Dell Studio. This, 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 this is 95X. WXRO Beaverdam, a good karma brand's radio station. Wake up with 95X. I had a question for you. Want to wake up? I don't want to wake up. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! We will dedicate this broadcast to the early birds. The early birds. Well, we all know. Early bird gets the worm. Good Lord. Worms. For breakfast. I'll just have coffee, thanks. Come on, we're ready to start the show. Is this the show? What is it? Showtime. You're listening to the 95X Morning Show. Early birds. That's me. Been an early bird for a good portion of my life. And um, I still like it. I don't know what I would do. I mean, if I didn't have to get up early, obviously I would not get up as early as I get up right now. But there is something nice about mornings. Early mornings when the birdies are chirping and doing their thing. Ah, yes. And coffee. And coffee. Another great thing about mornings, right? Oh, absolutely. It is Thursday, the 9th of the 6th. Of the 22, this is The Morning Show, broadcasting from the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios and also streaming live on DailyDodge.com. Come on, Harry, we want to say goodnight. It was late in getting back, but we were just talking about uh, he's lost uh, a substantial amount of weight, this guy. And looking pretty svelte, man, looking pretty darn good. Hey, a uh, lot of things going on, a lot of events taking place. You know, there's things that are... And here's the deal. In Wisconsin, we all know this, but we try to jam so much stuff into a small amount of time that's summertime, right? One of the cool things that you should do, just to kind of give yourself a break, is head over to Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells, especially coming up here on the 24th. That's because the 24th is a big giveaway day at Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. You will not want to miss out on it's Cruise in the Dells giveaway. They're giving away a Chevy Silverado, 2022 Chevy Silverado, along with a bunch of cash and rewards play. You want to find out more about this giveaway and all the fun stuff? Log on to their Facebook page. Check them out on the World Wide Web. That's Ho-Chunk Wisconsin Dells. You're going to have a blast winning some cash. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dells studio, this is today's best music, 95X. At Marshfield Medical... From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studios, streaming live on DailyDodge.com, this is 95X. Oh boy, there are um, quite a few things going on that we want to update everybody on locally. The Horicon High School softball team is heading to the WIAA Division State uh, Division 4 State Softball Tournament. It is the ninth time in their history. They will face off against Iola Scandinavia... Tonight at 6.30 at the uh, Goodman Diamonds in Madison. We'll have that game live over on our sister station, AM 1430 WBEV. The audio stream on DailyDodge.com. Pre-game show set for 6.15. If Horicon wins, the D4 State title game then will be on Saturday morning at 10.30. That game would also air on 1430 WBEV. So looking forward to that. Hopefully the... Marsh ladies are able to uh, come through with a great time uh, and a great win. We'll see if they can uh, they can do that. We we mentioned the fact that with this year's Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon, there are so many different things going on and so many different ways for you to help out. Uh, a reminder: next Tuesday, 
we will have our world-famous dessert auction. And it's something that we have not done for the last several years, obviously COVID-related. Uh, but we're bringing it back this year, and I'm happy to say we've got a, a nice array of desserts that we'll be auctioning off that you will be able to hear about on WBEV as well as see on Daily Dodge TV. That'll be coming up on Tuesday from 9 o'clock until 11 o'clock. And I, I'm I'm hoping, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that we have secured the... Um, best video artist in our area to do the video for that. I don't know. I mean, I I brought, I, I brought it up. I brought it up. I threw it in front of him, so I'm hoping that he's going to be able to show up. Uh, but I don't know. Kale hasn't uh, gotten back to me <laughs> oh. yet. <laughs> oh, I felt that one. I'll, I'll, I'll text him for you. Uh, <laughs> Ah, uh, no, Ninja, for crying out loud. I wanted to pull your leg a little this morning for crying out loud. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, so you going to be you going to be doing our video for us? I believe so, yeah. Maybe, because, uh, yeah, we're going to have, I mean, if you're anything like me, if you can't be there in person looking at the desserts when you're doing the auction, right? it's great to be able to see them somewhere. And so to have them on video where they're right in front of you, the only thing you're missing is smell-o-vision. So... How difficult is it going to be for you to be behind the camera peering at all those desserts, knowing that you're not going to be able to just like jump right into them? It, that is going to be tough. It really is. I'm going to have to keep reminding myself it's for the kids, it's for the kids, right. it's for the kids. And then also reminding myself that I'm not the kid, I'm not the kid. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I'll tell you, the, um, we, we have uh, received in the last couple of days... A whole bunch of uh, desserts. Nice. And um, I don't have any pictures, unfortunately. Uh, I've only got pictures of like one or two of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have a listing that I, I, I'm updating right now. And I know Wade is asking about the dessert auction as well. So we're, we're hoping to, uh, to get some more information up there for folks by the time the weekend rolls around. Nice. Uh, but yeah, there's going to be a lot of things. That I, I know that there's going to be a, an apple cranberry pie, a strawberry rhubarb pie. Um, yesterday we had, uh, I think it was Kathy from Burnett that brought in a like a strawberry cream roll-up kind of a thing. Nice. That uh, everybody had a chance to sample. Um, looking forward to that. I know that um, Sierra here at the radio station is going to be making some banana bars with cream cheese frosting. I didn't know she baked. I didn't know She's that either. She's a multi-talented well, individual. Well, she comes from a baking family, so you expect that it kind of rubs off a little bit, right? I uh, hope so. But no, we've got a lot of great desserts. I know that we've got some cupcakes that are coming in and a cheesecake from Lori Smith. and There's a lot of different things that we're going to be auctioning off. And again, it's going to be coming up next week, Tuesday, the 14th, from 9 until 11. That will air over on our sister station, 1430 WBEV, and it will also be streamed live on Daily Dodge And this TV. is all happening during break time, right? Correct. So we're, we're, we're not going to have uh, the want ads or break time technically next week, Tuesday, because we're going to be auctioning off these desserts and hopefully making a bunch of money for this year's Good Karma Brands John Moser Children's Radiothon. One of the uh, individual that... He's got a leg up on the competition when it comes to making desserts. The folks at Great Harvest, oh, they yeah. have volunteered to make something for our dessert auction. They've got a little bit of a leg up because they get to start with that 
great grain that they get from the Golden Triangle. And then from there, they grind it and make flour. And, of course, we all have sampled what they make at mm-hmm. Great Harvest Bakery. I'm trying to figure out, like, what's my favorite treat. And I think it is, for me, the cinnamon rolls. Um, just because they are the best cinnamon rolls I've ever tried. And then all of a sudden, I had a bite of their brownies. And I'm like, oh, my favorite dessert is their brownies. Right. And then somebody said, well, have you tried the Savannah bars? And I'm like, hey, I'm not into coconut. They're like, oh, just try it. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like one of the best bars I've ever had. This is my new favorite thing from Great Harvest. Every time they come out with something, it's my new favorite thing. Why is that, Ninja? Uh, Well, I think it's because every time they come out with something, it's another combination of flavors you wouldn't expect that are absolutely amazing. And then they hit on all the key points. It's fresh. It's flavorful. And in the grand scheme of things, it's a lot healthier than some of the preservative-filled garbage right. that you might just find, that's, find anywhere. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I got you. And the fact of the matter is, is everything is... The reason that what Ninja just said about being it preservative-free, why that's so important, is because when you make things fresh, really good food will eventually go bad mm-hmm. because it's real food. And at Great Harvest, they make things on specific days of the week. So like their Savannah bars, they're not making those every day of the week. They're, they make those on certain days. So that's why if you go to their website and look at their their schedule of things that they do, you're going to love, 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 love the great treats that you get at Great Harvest Bakery. Great Harvest Beaver Dam is the website. Check them out today and enjoy. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95 X Morning Show. It gets me ready for work. Since you listen to the radio, you're well-informed, you know? It's my station. Today's best music, 95 X. Let's head back over to that Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update with the Ninja. Here's Justin. Fond du Lac County Board Chairperson Sam Kaufman won Tuesday's special election for county executive. Kaufman received just over 5,400 votes, while there were roughly 1,000 write-in votes. The special election was needed following the unexpected death of Fond du Lac County Executive Alan Beekle on March 27th. Kaufman will serve the remainder of Beekle's term, which runs until April of 2025. The price of gas in Wisconsin continues to go up, according to AAA's fuel gauge. The average price for a gallon of gas has risen to $4.91. That mark is two cents higher than Tuesday's average, 36 cents higher than a week ago, and just over 80 cents more than last month. Dodge County's gas is below the statewide average at $4.81 a gallon. And Tony Evers called a special session of the legislature to repeal Wisconsin's ban on abortions. The Democratic governor asked lawmakers in Madison to act on the 1849 statute prohibiting abortions in the state. In a statement, Senate Majority Leader Devin Lemahieu said, quote, killing innocent babies is not health care and confirmed the Senate would gavel out of what he called a blatantly political special session. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. Uh, you know, with all the political stuff that's going on and Ukraine and Russia and North Korea now rattling their sabers and school shootings and everything else, you, get, you get to the point where you just like want to go away someplace. 
like your own island. Well, that'd be nice. And just be left alone, right? I just feel like every once in a while I just want to be there. And tune out everything else. Yes, tune out everything else. But not able to do that right now, so I got to do the next best thing. Next best thing seems to be going over to Beaverdam Piggly Wiggly and drowning my sorrows in some marinated chicken breasts. There you go. Or maybe a pub burger or two. Why not? Yeah. Uh, and then and then I'm not going to go crazy because I still like to eat healthy. So with all that fresh cut up fruit and that great salad bar that's right there, I'm going to be living the dream. You know, whatever I might want. I love their, by the way, have you ever had their coleslaw? Yes. Yeah. They're, I, I've tried to make it before. I don't make it as well as what they can do at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. So it's like, why try? You know, why keep on trying to make it? When they make it better than I make it. Right. I think my new guilty pleasure uh, over there, and it's mostly because my kids wanted to try some, and I was like, I haven't had that in years. They've got that, like, fluff salad type stuff. Yep. And I swear it's probably been 20 years since I've had some. It's addictive. And I was like, all right, let's get a little. And so we got, like, the medium-sized container. You know, because that's how you buy things. You pick the container size. Yep, exactly. And uh, we got it home, and we had it uh, after dinner with some fresh-cut watermelon and some fresh-cut pineapple. And I was like, oh, I forgot how good this stuff is. <sighs> and now it's kind of on my list. So like, well, the next time we happen to be at Bigly Wiggly, we should maybe just pick up another container. The kids really liked it. Ah, uh, tell you what. And then, by the way, you might you might want to think about washing everything down with some of that Arbor Mist wine that's oh, on sale. Deal. So, typically that will be $9.99 to $10.99 a bottle, but, but, Daryl bought a big deal. I mean, like a huge, gigantic deal. And he's got those 1.5s priced at $5.99, which is a price that I honestly don't know that we have seen in the last 10 years. Right. It's that low. That's how low of a price they've gone. On the Arbor Mist right now at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. They just do a better job. Better prices, better selection, better service. It all means you better go. If it's interesting, interesting, entertaining, entertaining, or extra wacky, you're having a psychotic episode. That automatically puts me in charge. You'll hear it right here. It's the Morning Trifecta from 95X. All right, let's get to your morning trifecta brought to you by J&L Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Creek. Three men who escaped from a Missouri jail last week by cutting a hole in the ceiling remained on the loose on Tuesday. Lance Justin Stevens, Matthew Allen Crawford, and Christopher Allen Blevins were discovered missing early Friday. The three are no longer believed to be in the Missouri area, which... The, by the way, the jail is kind of in an area where they could end up anywhere because it's close to Arkansas, Kansas, and Oklahoma. Search has been turned over to the U.S. Marshal Service. What makes this so interesting is they were able to cut a hole in the ceiling to enter into a water heater storage area and escape from there. Meanwhile, a farmer's truck was stolen from the area, later found in Kansas. So they think that they stole the truck. Uh, They were charged with uh, possession of a controlled substance, weapon charges, failure to appear in court, and other firearms type of possession things. So obviously they're dangerous guys, but I still want to know how they were able... What's the floor made out of? 
that they were able to cut through a floor. Seriously. I mean, the only thing I can think of, and I suppose this would be a possibility, is that they took the ceiling tiles out and they noticed that there were the floor joists. And the floor was made up of, what, plywood? And they used some kind of a knife to cut through the plywood and squeeze through the hole? I don't know how else you do it. I mean, how do you cut through a floor? Did they, I mean, did somebody not search them? They had a sawzall with them? I, I, there's so many questions on this story. And it just shows real, real incompetence. You don't put... Don't put bad guys in a place where they can cut through the floor. This is an interesting one. About 70 companies are taking part in what is thought to be the world's biggest pilot scheme into the working pattern over the next six months. The experiment has been organized by a group campaigning for a shorter work week, but with no loss in wages. During the trial, employees will get 100% pay, for 80% of the hours they would usually work with the aim of being more productive. Sam Smith, co-founder of Pressure Drop Brewery in Tottenham, North London, said it felt like a good time for the firm to be trying different working practices. Quote, the pandemics made us think a great deal about work and how people organize their lives. We're doing this to improve the lives of our staff and be part of a progressive change in the world that will improve people's mental health and well-being. So what they're basically saying is they're not going to try to jam a 40-hour work week into five, uh, four days. Instead, they're saying, like, we're going to cut back their hours by 20%, hoping that by doing this, they're going to feel better and their productivity, which we've been keeping track of, stays on point. It will be interesting to see, because I know there are a lot of businesses now that are doing, still doing work-from-home options, and so many businesses that I have talked to that do work-from-home options say they have not missed a beat by having people working from home. So we'll see if the same is true with working less hours. I hope so. How about this? A Massachusetts gas station owner got so fed up with what he considers attempts by oil companies to fleece customers with outrageously high prices at the pump, has now stopped selling gas as a protest. Wren's Mobile Service in downtown Amherst, Massachusetts, has been in business for 50 years. But the owner has now drained the gas tanks and has no plans to refill them, saying he does not want to be part of the biggest ripoff that has happened to people in his lifetime. The business will continue to do oil changes and other repairs, but the owner also acknowledges that it's unlikely that they will be re- able to remain open for very long without selling gas. He's just fed up with gas prices just like everybody else, and he's actually putting his money where his mouth is. That is your Morning Trifecta. Morning Trifecta brought to you once again by the good folks at JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown and also in Johnson Crick. This is an interesting stat. How cool is this? To have a song go number one, and then 25 years later, 25 years later, to have um, your daughters go number one. How cool is that? It happened. Uh, Back in like 19... What was it? 75? No, uh, 65. 
1965, Help Me Rhonda went number one for the Beach Boys. We all remember the song Help Me Rhonda, right? Yeah, everybody remembers Help Me Rhonda by the Beach Boys. And then 25 years later, it was 1990, that Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys' daughter, Wendy, from Wilson Phillips, went number one with this one. It's our Kicking It Classic. Number one this date in 1990, Wilson Phillips. Six forty-seven. Time for us to talk weather. Jennifer is joining us, and weather brought to you by Menards. Saving big money is never an issue when you're shopping at Menards, especially right now. I love when they have their rebates going on, man. Fantastic time to get all the, especially if you're doing something big, like a new deck, or building a new garage, or putting in new cabinets. Menards, North Spring Street. I'm sorry, North Side of Beaver Dam. Jennifer is here. Hi, Jennifer. Hey, what's going on? Uh, so this is something that we could maybe all sink our gullets into. Okay. There is a dedicated drinker in Wales that just broke a Guinness World Record. Ready for this? In 24 hours, he visited 56 different pubs and had something to drink at every one of his stops. Oh, my gosh. Now... Let me reiterate something first. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name is Gareth Murphy. He's 29. Okay. He drank at 56 Cardiff pubs in 24 hours. But while he admits that he had a few beers, he mainly tried to stay clear of fizzy beverages, which means he drank quite a bit of orange juice or apple juice or lemonade some cranberry juice, a Diet Pepsi or Diet Coke here and there. But most, mostly, he did not drink alcoholic beverages because there's no way anybody... I was going to ask that. Like, is there... I was just like, but did he, like, drink, drink at all of them? Or was it just kind of like, hmm, give me some water? No, he had, he had a beverage of some sort that he had to buy at each one. However, it was not alcoholic. There was... He had a few beers... He did have well, a few. He just beers. visited them all, so then that's not that's not impressive. But apparently, it broke a Guinness World Record because he had a beverage officially had a beverage at each each place. Meh. How many um, how many places do you think you could stop at in a day and have one beer at? Well, so they have something like that here in the cities. They have this thing called Rails and Ales. And they have a bunch of breweries that are along the uh, the train here that go from Minneapolis that goes from Minneapolis to St. Paul and back. Um, and you go and you go to all these breweries and you try to get to all of them in seven hours. And I can't remember how many there are, like fifteen, sixteen, or something that are easily walkable from the um, the train from the train. And I think. You know, and the goal is, like, you go to each one of them, you get something to drink because you have, like, you know, uh, um, discounted price or you get a couple free drinks or whatever, and then you get, like, your, you know, your passport stamp. Sure. And if you get, if you go to all of them, you can go to all of them and not drink and just get your passport stamped, and I think you win something or whatever. But when we had done it a few times, it was, we wanted to go grab a drink and then go, and I think we were able to make it to seven. Seven of them. And then, mm-hmm. okay, so that, what happened after seven? It was like, okay, I've had enough to drink kind of a thing? No, it was done. Like, that was... Uh, oh. But also, yes, that too. <laughs> okay. 
I was gonna say, no, because like you know, you're with a group of people, and they have to you know consider the travel time between. So sure. it's like basically like a brewery an hour. Gotcha. So basically, well, what, what the, the thing is that goes on is a set amount of hours. You don't have it's not endless. It's not like you know eight a.m. till t- midnight or whatever. Right. No. It was. It was like yeah. I think it was like a. Uh, 10 a.m. to 5 or something. Okay, all right. Or 6, I don't know. That sounds like a fun event, though. It was, yeah. I mean, I've done it for three years. Um, I've done it in a few years since, but, yeah, it was it was definitely a fun thing to do and, you know, be able to just... And it's it just makes you aware of how many breweries there are, especially within walking distance of, you know, public transit, which is nice. Right. Now, so, did you, the train ticket that you bought, was it something you could get on and off the train consistently? Yeah, so that was part of your ticket that you bought for this particular event. So you bought your ticket for the event that got you, you know, some free drinks at certain breweries and then also, like, discounted drinks at other ones, um, plus, like, maybe some food discounts as well, and it gave you an uh, unlimited uh, free ride throughout the day on the train. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. That really sounds like a cool uh, event. Man, I could I could definitely get behind something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I... I don't. We we are going to be doing. Um, we were going to do an event called Kegs for Kids, uh, but it kind of last minute didn't it didn't work out because for okay. our, for our radiothon. But mm-hmm. we're going to redo it in the fall when we have a chance to. We kind of threw it together quickly, okay. and we didn't give people long enough. To, people were like, "Hey, this is a great idea. We want to do it, but you know the date's not going to work because like it's only a couple days from now." Sure. So we're going to be doing it in fall, give people a little bit more advance notice, and it'll be a bus that'll take you to the various places. There so you go. That'll nice. Be, that'll be a fun event. All right, mm-hmm. let's get let's get to the weather forecast. Uh, got a weekend right around the corner. Looking outside, when I woke up this morning and walked outside, I was like, what's going on? It was actually quite foggy in our neck of the mm-hmm. woods. What are we looking at for weather? Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of humid outside this morning, a little on the sticky side, and like you said, kind of foggy for parts of the listening area. should be probably starting to lift here in the next about, uh, I would say, probably about two hours. Um, so it should be gone in the next two hours. So that's, that's what I mean. So beyond that, though, we are looking at skies becoming mostly sunny. So as the clouds start to clear out, we'll see the fog moving out a little bit more. Highs getting up around about the mid-70s. That's right where we should be for this time of the year. Tonight, partly cloudy skies. Overnight lows around about 52. Friday, chance for some rain showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon hours. Partial sunshine develops tomorrow, high 74, 73 here on Saturday with a chance for showers and storms. Sunday, slight chance for showers and thunderstorms, cloudy high around 74. And then by Monday, another slight chance for rain, blend of clouds and sunshine develops, high uh, 76. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki. All right, so um, fog and humidity, they kind of go together, right? Not always, but um, a lot of times, yes, especially if it's kind of humid in the overnight. Okay, so technically, this is where I'm trying to understand. Fog, mm-hmm. I, for the longest time, I, I thought that fog just was basically a cloud that was low. It is. Oh, it's it is? Just a, yeah. It's just, it's a cloud that touches the ground. That's technically what fog is. Oh, <laughs> see, I wasn't wrong all these years. No. I was always laughed at when I said, fog is just a cloud that's low. Like, that's not what fog is. Mm, no. Eh, that's, that's basically what it is. That's right. the same, it's made up of the same stuff that, you know, that clouds are made out of. Okay, so uh, good news is I've got you on, uh, I've got you in my cell phone. So when I do get into these arguments with folks uh, in the bar, um, I'll just give call you, me right I'll, up. I'll just give you a quick call. Mm-hmm. Simple as that. Jennifer, next time we get together, five random facts, plus we'll bust out our game and get ready for some fun. All right. Looking forward to it. Thanks. Thanks, Jennifer. There's Jennifer with a look at the weather forecast. Yeah, I, I thought it was kind of, you, you think about it, right? 
if you've ever if you've ever flown and you're coming down, you're starting your descent, and you're going to land at the airport, and you start going through the fogs, and everything's really thick, and you can't see, that's exactly the way it is on the ground when there's thick fog. So it only makes sense that fog is basically a cloud that's low. And there you learned something new today. Today's the day for the Horicon softball team. The Marsh ladies will be making their ninth appearance at the state softball tournament in program history as they play Iola Scandinavian, a Division Four state semifinal at the Goodman Diamond in Madison tonight. Marsh Ladies head coach Roger Schlieve told DailyDodge.com that he's excited to see his team get hot down the stretch. It's always a good time, you know, good time when that happens. Uh, kids worked hard, and you know it kind of wasn't expected for us because we were in a tough sectional. But um, you know what? They fought, and every game we played, we just hung in there and you know won a couple at the end. That's you know, and that's how it works once in a while. First pitch is set for 6.30 tonight. That's a game you can hear on 14.30 WBEV. Coverage begins at 6.15. The Brewers mustered just four hits last night in a 10-0 pounding by the Phillies at American Family Field. Phillies hammered out four home runs, including a three-run shot by Bryce Harper in the ninth inning for the cherry on top of the Sunday. Greg Council says his team couldn't get anything going against starter Aaron Nola who tossed eight scoreless innings. When a guy's throwing that many strikes, you can sit there and wait and fall behind in the count, or you can try to swing at strikes. Uh, he was throwing a lot of them. Uh, he was just he threw a lot of good strikes, you know, a lot of near misses, no, not many free pitches uh, at all for the hitters, so it leads to that. Brewers try to avoid the sweep this afternoon. Coverage begins at 1235 on 1430 WBEV. In the NL Central, everybody lost. The Pirates had dropped a 3-1 decision to the Tigers. The Reds were shut out by the D-backs 7-0. The Cardinals went down to the Rays 11-3. Cubs and Orioles were rained out. Packers wrap up their three-day mandatory minicamp today. One of the guys hoping to make an impact is veteran wide receiver Sammy Watkins who's excited to be in Green Bay and hopefully jumpstart his career. I told the coach my back against the wall. My career haven't been what, what I projected to be. It's a great opportunity for me to come here, play hard, catch a ton of balls, um, compete at the highest level, and uh, win games, um, you know, and, and fight to stay healthy. Um, that's been the knock on my career with staying on the field, and um, I think this is the best place to stay healthy and um, stay on the field and catch a lot of balls. After today, the Packers have another round of voluntary workouts next week. Jason Tatum scored 28 and Jalen Brown 27 as Boston took a two games to one lead over the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals with a 116-110 win in Boston last night. The Warriors scored just 11 points in the fourth quarter. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm with What's happening in Hollywood? I am going to Hollywood. Movie stardom is just so hollow. Welcome to Hollywood. What's your dream? This is entertainment news from the 95X Morning Show. All right, let's do it. It is time for your entertainment-style news, brought to you by JL Tire and Service Center, the Highway 16 bypass in Watertown, and also in Johnson Creek. Or Creek, depending on... You know, I've always wondered... Which is it? Uh, ask the people that live there, because that would be the best people to ask. They'll tell you it's Crick. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Because if you ask people that live there where they're from, a lot of times they'll just say Crick. Oh. They don't even say Johnson Creek. Huh. They'll just say, yeah, we got a place down in Crick. That's what people will say. I guess I don't really know anyone that lives there. There you have it. Never had that conversation with a local. There you have it. I still call him Johnson Creek, though. 
especially like when I've covered them in wrestling in the past. Yeah. I kind of go back and forth between the two. I'll say, you know, uh, Johnson Creek sent four wrestlers uh, to the state wrestling tournament. The Crick wrestlers include. <laughs> that's, okay, see, that's the best way of doing things. I'm the same way with Caribbean and Caribbean. Yeah, they're interchangeable. I don't know which one's right. <laughs> they're, they're, they are interchangeable. Definitely interchangeable. Okay, so uh, entertainment news. Yeah, what's wrong? Nothing. There's just there wasn't a lot of big stuff that was going down. Um, I always get disappointed when like the lead story I see in the entertainment block of news because there's a, it's there's a smattering of stuff. It's mm-hmm. it, 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 they kind of group it by like movies, television shows, right? Uh, music. And it, it's not necessarily the first story that you see is not necessarily like the biggest story. Mm-hmm. You know, so the first story I see a lot of times is about some YouTube star. And I'm like, I don't even know who these people are. Your kid get into YouTube? Yeah. Does he know like who these YouTube stars are? Does yeah. he follow certain people? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He does. I want to be one of those people. I want to be <laughs> one of those influencer people that makes a ton of money for doing basically that. Well, get going. Sell yourself. You're never too old, right? No, you aren't. Mm. Um, Lizzo seems to have very subtly dropped an engagement announcement on Instagram. Not 100% sure. But uh, the singer and her boyfriend, Mike Wright, went public with their relationship in April, made their red carpet debut at a for-your-consideration screening of her Amazon reality show, Lizzo's Watch Out for the Big Girls, on Sunday, June 5th. And in addition to a bright fuchsia Valentino outfit, she wore a diamond ring on that finger over her glove. She posted a roundup of the look on Instagram, tagging her style team. Casually dropped in the middle of the slideshow is a close-up of her hand resting on rights in the back seat of a car. Diamond ring on full display. I, uh, I, del- I deleted what she said in her post. What'd she say? Was it inappropriate? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't see it on the air. That's why you deleted mm-hmm. it. Okay. All right, then. We won't touch that. No. On Wednesday, Britney Spears called out Kelly Clarkson on Instagram about something she said 15 years ago. Britney hit rock bottom in 2007. Her family started creating the conservatorship because she was running with the wrong crowd. Her two sons were taken from her. She wasn't making good decisions because she abused drugs, and she shaved her head. Yeah. Kelly Clarkson failed to sympathize Britney's plight during a 2007 radio interview. She even joked that Britney might be faking the drama, quote, screwing with everyone because it guaranteed to make headlines. Britney posted to Instagram a response that interview with a message to Kelly, quote, I don't forget in a world where bullying has been heartbreaking, I've had my share. I don't know how I feel about that because I don't look at Kelly as being a bullying type. Um, and in 2007, I would have agreed with Kelly because it seemed like Britney was trying desperately to do whatever she could to keep her name somehow in the headlines. Now we know differently today that there was a, a big, big issue that she was having with drugs. Right. I, at, nobody knew at the time. Right. 2007. Well, not just drugs, but mental health. Right. 2007, she seemed like she was going off the rails. And she seemed she like one, she seemed like one of those people that you were going to wake up one day and not be surprised that she was found dead, mm-hmm. to be completely honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, we know a lot more now in 2022 than we do in, did in 2007. Right. And I would think the same would apply for Kelly Clarkson. Correct. 
she also knows a lot more now. Yeah, because I, I agree with you. I don't think she's like a mean-spirited person. I don't think she's a mean girl. Right. Yeah. Right. Ezra Miller is in more legal trouble. The parents of an 18-year-old girl claim the Fantastic Beasts star groomed their daughter. Whoa. At age 12. And supplied her with alcohol, marijuana, and LSD. They're seeking a protective order since their daughter has allegedly apparently dropped out of school and fled with Miller to Hawaii, where the actor has been arrested multiple times. In court documents, the parents say Ezra uses violence, intimidation, threat of violence, fear, paranoia, delusions, and drugs to hold sway over a young adolescent. Oh, my. He does not sound like a good person. Oh, wow. And she's... 18 now. And he started grooming her at 12? Yeah. Why is this just coming out now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which way to think on this. I mean, I've heard other things about the dude that does not paint him in a good picture. No, I'm... I mean, I'm not doubting that it's true, but I guess I just don't understand Maybe. why... This fight didn't start happening years ago. Well, I mean, unless... Maybe did, and it just wasn't right, public. Right, And it could have been a situation where it wasn't... They, 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 she was still living at home. And then all of a sudden she turned 18 or whatever, and she took and off she with took him. She took off, yeah. yeah. In 2014, Kylie Jenner tried to trademark her first name for her upcoming cosmetics brand, and Kylie Minogue filed a lawsuit in order to block her. But she wants you to know it was only business. On Watch What Happens Live, she said, quote, Look, when I was named Kylie, I think I met one person older than me called Kylie. So it's kind of unusual. I've spent a lifetime protecting my brand and building my brand, so it was just something that had to be done. Kylie Minogue effectively blocked Kylie Jenner from trademarking the name, but they ended up coming to an agreement that allowed Jenner to trademark the company name Kylie Cosmetics. Right. So it has to have cosmetics with it. Then in 2019, Minogue launched her own makeup brand called Kylie. Why is it that I love that story? <laughs> why is it that I absolutely love that story? You know why. Because I love Kylie Minogue? Probably that wouldn't even matter in this case. Yeah. I do like I do someone like sticking it to a Jenner Kardashian. Yeah, yeah. I, I do have to say that uh, I really do like Kylie Minogue's version of the locomotion. When I was DJing weddings, mm-hmm. that was the version of the locomotion that we always used because it was a little more dancey. I got to admit, I'm not familiar with the original version. I only know her version. Really? Who sang it? And it was, when was it, it from? It was done. It was done. First of all, by Grand Funk Railroad. Okay. They did their their version was a little more rocky. Uh, it had a little more guitar in it. Okay. Which is the one that I grew up with. But there was one that was before that, like in the early '60s. And I don't remember the gal's name mm. that did it, but uh, it was yeah. a Motown gal that did the locomotion. I only know Kylie Minogue's and then version. When, and then when Kylie Minogue's came out with, I was like, wow, this has got a really good dance beat to it. Would that have been like late 80s? I think so. Yeah, because I'm, I'm thinking like junior high-ish sure. time. Yep. Yeah. And like I say, I started uh, uh, DJing weddings around 1991 or so, so that would be about right for Kylie Minogue's locomotion to come out. Sure. Sure. Good morning, Justin. Good morning. Chris Pratt says he almost died trying to pull a prank on the set of his new Amazon show, Terminal List. Listen to this. 
There's one scene where my character essentially gets caught in a mudslide. And so to get the shot, the last thing we did was me essentially getting buried alive. What they're going to do is just cover me with dirt. I'm breathing through a straw, and then they use an excavator to dump another big bucket full of dirt on top of me in the shot. And then I'm supposed to crawl my way out. I have a pretty good breath hold. I can hold my breath for like, you know, a minute. A minute I've and always half, said so that about you. You've, you've mentioned that. <laughs> Everybody knows this about me. And so I thought it'd be funny if I just don't move. Okay. What I failed to realize after 30 seconds of not moving, think it'd be funny, is that I actually couldn't move. And so I could only move my right hand. It took a, probably a minute and a half. And I finally get out and I cough up dirt. And people come to me and go, dude, that was some of the best acting I've ever seen you do. And I was like, yeah, I my pants. Isn't that, that's how committed I was. So yeah, he was he was thinking it'd be funny, but then obviously that dirt settled on him, right. and he wasn't able to move. Yeah. At what point do you start panicking? Oh, I would have panicked immediately. Yeah. Because there is something about... The moment I couldn't move, I would have freaked out. There's something about being buried alive. Yeah. Yeah. When I, I was in... I mean, nobody wants that. When I was in college, uh, one of my roommates thought it would be funny to play a prank on another one of my roommates... Uh, who had fallen asleep sitting on the beach on a beach towel and was relaxing. And he slowly started shoveling sand onto him and got quite a mound on him. And when he woke up and he couldn't move immediately, he freaked out. And uh, luckily, you know, it wasn't that much sand, so we were able to get him out pretty quick. But what was supposed to be like, a, oh, this is going to be so funny, very quickly became not funny. Yeah. that's He must be a really deep sleeper. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would know instantly if somebody. Put we could watch on war me. movies, and he'd be asleep on the couch, and he would not wake up for them. All like, through that noise yeah. and everything. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. Snored loud oh, too. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers has had issues with Packers management, but his heart is still in Green Bay. At minicamp earlier this week, he said he'll definitely retire a Packer. Aww. Aaron's contract with the team runs through 2026, but he recently told TNT that he can, quote, definitely see the end coming. He added, quote, when you commit, you're 100%. The older you get, the interests change, and the grind, I think, wears on you a little more. The football is the easy part. That's the joy. It's the other stuff that wears on you and makes you think about life after football. I think uh, the, uh, the other part, I, re- I saw this on Twitter yesterday, and I did not read the whole thing, but I think the other thing that was kind of the eye-opener for him was the fact that I think that he thought he had a really good thing with Devontae Adams, like they were tight. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, Devontae Adams is like, nope, I want to go play with my fa- my former quarterback that I went to college with. And he kind of like pushed off Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers at that point thought, ah, me and Devontae will go both get out, go out of Green Bay. When he realized, I think he, what he realized was that maybe Devontae Adams was giving him a, should I say, a, like a bad attitude? Towards things, I don't know if I'd call it that. Um, it just he just didn't choose Aaron, right? And I think that was the eye opener to where Aaron was like, you know, he kind of probably sat back and looked at things and thought, you know, I got it pretty good here. I mean, seriously, yeah, you know, probably playing in one of the greatest football places in the world, right? You know, with fans that are rabid, mm-hmm. right around the world, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean. Whatever. I mean, still, we're still going to have little issues with some of the things that he's done, right? Just like we had some issues with some things that Brett Favre did. Mm-hmm. But we got over that. 
when dust all settles, everybody's and Aaron Rodgers is retired, everybody's going to say, remember how great of a quarterback he was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're not going to remember the other stuff. They're going to remember a sport and how good, how well the guy could throw a ball. Absolutely. That's what they're going to remember. Yeah. So even if you're a dude, by now you've probably heard that uh, we're kind of in the middle of a big tampon shortage. Yes, I said the word tampon. Mm-hmm. So what's causing it? Time magazine looked into it, and when they asked Tampax, their answer was Amy Schumer. Tampax launched a new ad campaign with Amy in July of 2000, and they say that ever since then, retail sales growth has exploded. It's not likely that they're even the least bit serious, especially since the shortage affects all the brands, not just Tampax. Right. Uh, but the real answer is complicated, but it basically boils down to the pandemic and supply chain issues, like with so many other things. But yeah. I, but I, as much as there, this is kind of a tongue-in-cheek kind of a joke, like, ha-ha, Amy Schumer, Schumer did this, mm-hmm. it goes to show you the power of an endorsement with the right person. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Right? I mean, yeah. seriously. Yeah. You know, you think, you think about different products that have been endorsed by people. If I say Cadillac, McConaughey, McConaughey, yeah, right, yeah. I mean, you, you, th- there are products that you immediately put with a celebrity that is, you know, the endorser for that brand. And Amy Schumer, I think, probably really related to a large part of America, because you know what, she took an uh, an item. That was somewhat taboo to talk mm-hmm. about, and just kind of kept it real. Yeah, and because of that, boom! Look at that. Sales have gone through the roof. <clears throat> I will say, I uh, as a father and husband, um, I personally will shame any dude who's like, "Oh, I don't go down that aisle. I don't blow." Grow up. Right. Exactly. A big deal. Yeah. I think women don't buy stuff for men. Like, I get excited when I'm like, Walgreens has buy one, get one half off on this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm stocking up. Run there. <laughs> Justin's first in line. Yeah. So to speak. Right. I've heard they're great for nosebleeds, too, so I'm waiting to get one. Actually, I have heard that, too. I know people that have used that method. Because toilet paper doesn't last long in there. No. No. It's good soaking. Do you, uh, if you've got a real bad nose, I don't want to get into this. Okay. <laughs> I, I better, I think we should maybe move Probably on. Stop. Probably maybe, maybe stop smart. right there. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is unrelated to entertainment, but is entertaining. There is a lot of ways to skin a cat. And, you know, with what Russia did with the Ukraine folks by invading them and starting a war with them, obviously, is not something... That's been taken lightly by mm-hmm. countries around the world. And there has been all kinds of things that have been thrown at Russia. The companies pulling out of their uh, country. Um, sanctions that have hit them hard. Unfortunately, the people that it hits the hardest are the people that are not in power. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, good old Vlad is sitting over there probably not having any kind of shortage on anything. No while the rest of his country is struggling with lots of shortages. And now we find out one of the biggest shortages, and this is the one that might turn public opinion. Imported beer shortages right now in Russia. Big time. Big time. A lot of bars and a lot of places that sold 
liquor when the war was impending went out and bought surplus of beer. Right. Because, you know, as much as we always joke about Russians liking their vodka, they like their beer, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a pretty big deal. So now what's happening is now they are starting to run out of beer. And if you're like, well, why can't they just make their own? Guess who else has stopped shipping to Russia? <laughs> the people that grow hops. Oh. So they can't make their own <laughs> beer. So I guess now it's just a countdown till when everybody sobers up and goes, oh, wait, we don't like this anymore? I, I'm wondering if it'll be... If this is just another one of those, just another one of those things, one of those other, you know, right. wheels that's hooked up to the sprocket, that's going to be enough to get him to get out of there. Oh, that'd be nice. I just somebody with a real love for some imported spotted cow. Mm. Now they can't get it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not able to get. Well, they mentioned a couple of beers, including Guinness and uh, is it Pollyanner. Uh, a couple of beers that apparently Russians love that they're not able to get their hands on anymore. So That's a bummer. Good luck with that. Ninja's going to update us on all the news that is the news coming up in just a moment. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. For automotive care for your car. Good morning, boys and girls. Hello. Wake up. Welcome, y'all. Yeah. Today's best music, 95X. We head over to the Daily Dodge News Center for this local news update brought to you by Rolling Meadows Golf Course of Fond du Lac. Let's get Justin in here once again with a look at news. Justin? One person died in a two-vehicle crash in the township of Springvale yesterday morning. A northbound SUV on Highway M crossed the center line around 8 a.m. and struck a southbound vehicle just north of Davis Road. The driver of the southbound vehicle, a 54-year-old Pine River man, was pronounced dead at the scene. The operator of the SUV, a 20-year-old woman from Brandon was transported with minor injuries. Transportation officials are calling for safer driving practices as deadly crashes rise in Wisconsin. So far, 209 people have been killed in crashes. That is 16 more deaths than at the same time last year. According to the state DOT website, there have been four fatalities in Dodge County through May 29th. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reports crash deaths rose by 10.5% in 2021, which was the largest ever annual percentage increase in the five decades the agency has collected fatal crash data. The public will have an opportunity to get an inside look at the Dodge County Sheriff's Office tomorrow. An open house is scheduled from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. The agency will be providing tours of the facility along with a walkthrough of the jail. There will be presentations made by members of the SWAT team, the crash investigation team, and the recreation patrol on their duties and responsibilities. I'm Justin Wilski reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. All right. Thank you, Justin. Our weather, our, I should say our news brought to you by our good friends at um, Rolling Meadows Golf Course in Fond du Lac. Okay, so it seems like there's always somebody coming up with something new that's supposed to be really healthy for you and really good for you. And it's kind of hard to determine or figure out what is real and what's not. Uh, I know somebody that swears by, and I'm not going to say it's not true, swears by drinking um, a, a shot or so of apple cider vinegar. Yeah, I know people like that too. Right, and I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'm not going to poo-poo that because I don't know. There's no. there's maybe something really beneficial from that. 
I tried it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Was it just because of the? I, I just couldn't with the the flavor. Ryan, uh, you know, like right now, I, I've mentioned the fact that I'm drinking kombucha, yes. which is fermented tea, and I make my own, and I got that from my son, my future son-in-law, and his dad. I have a question about that. Uh huh. Does it like give an alcohol type smell? Smell, not feeling. No. Oh, okay. No. If it's if it gives you an alcohol type feeling, then you've uh, maybe fermented it wrong. Oh, okay. I just read something recently where it said something about that, and I was like, "Huh, I didn't know that." No, no. Um, it does because of the fact that there's yeast used. Yeah. To it's a thing called a scoby on top of it that that seals it when you put it in your jar that seals the top, so that does not allow the gases to release. So gotcha. that's where you get the fizziness from. Um, but it does. My wife said it. It almost smells like kind of lightly, like a like a flat beer. Okay. But then you drink it, and in, like I've got mango flavored and pomegranate flavored, and it doesn't taste like it. it. Doesn't taste like alcohol. It just tastes like a fizzy kind of a thing. Sure. Anyways, the reason I bring this up is somebody has gone on TikTok now and has something that like, oh, you got to try this. This is way better for you than drinking a, a Coke or a Pepsi. It tastes just like a Coke or a Pepsi, but it's way healthier. They claim that you get a glass, add some ice, sparkling water, which a lot of people like these days, mm-hmm. and a splash of balsamic vinegar. Seriously? And they say it tastes just like Coke. No way. Yeah. I doubt that. The reviews are mixed with some people liking it, other people saying that it's the most disgusting thing (laughs) on the face of this earth. (laughs) One lady who said that it didn't taste like Coke said it was like carbonated balsamic vinegar. (laughs) Which sounds awful. Yuck. Yuck. I mean, is there anything like that that you have tried or that you... Have you can't think of anything? I can't can you? think of anything. No. So, like when I was when I first graduated from high school at eighteen, I was really, really skinny and small. I was one hundred and thirty-six pounds, one hundred thirty-eight pounds. Yeah, skinny little guy, and started working out. Started going to the racquetball club that I was, uh, uh, and started. They had weight weightlifting equipment. I started working out, and I knew a guy that was a. Um, kind of a amateur bodybuilder mm-hmm. and he's like dude you know if you want to get if you want you got to eat protein you got to have protein 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 and i was at this guy's house and i watched him eat raw hamburger Ugh! like like the old remember the old tiger meat sandwiches yeah raw, raw beef and onions like he literally would open up like a pound of raw beef and just eat the raw beef shut up right well i guess that it's kind of like people in in the fitness realm especially seem to think that Drinking raw eggs is good. So that's where that's where I'm coming up with. Because then I, I said, well, I don't know if I can do that or not. But um, raw eggs I can do. So I started on my quest and I started drinking raw eggs every day. Yuck, yeah, Rick. Yeah. Then how long did that last? Um, it lasted for quite a while. But what I what I ended up doing was instead of just drinking them whole, I would take two raw eggs, put it in a glass, and mix them up really well. And then add chocolate milk to them. Because then it was more palatable. <laughs> you know how you get a gag reflex? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that 
I just gagged. That's gross. Like, what were you thinking? I was thinking that at that time. Did I mean, it help you bulk up? I don't know. I, I saw Rocky do it in the movie. If you remember. But did it help you bulk up? Um, I, I did bulk up. I'm not saying that I bulked up because of that, because obviously I was working out at the same time, but or maybe just got fat, one or the other. I don't know, one way or the other. It, yeah, it was. I did it for a while. I, I have not done it for now a lot of years. It's probably 25 years since I've done it. Ew, is that even good for you? Well, no, because... Why can't you just mix it up and cook it slightly? <laughs> well, like, even slightly. Well, well then, it would cur- then it would turn, like, eggy. Yeah. Why, why is there a difference? Well, I, that's what I don't understand. What's the difference between consuming a raw egg and just, you know, getting it a little Well, what I should have done, up? what I should have done is just mix it up and throw it in a pan and just make scrambled eggs. That's what I should have that's what I should have done. Yeah, that's what I'm suggesting. Right, because why? the raw eggs will give you can give you salmonella. Yeah. So, I had to learn my Can't lesson. raw meat too? Uh, oh no, that's E. coli. Completely different disease. Oh, my bad. Here's a look at your weatherology forecast. Skies become mostly sunny here for today with a high in the mid-70s. Winds out of the northwest around 5 to 15 miles per hour. Tonight, partly cloudy skies alone near 52. By Friday, a chance for showers and thunderstorms here late. Partial sunshine develops high around 74 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki, and your home for today's best music, 95X. Currently, it's 52. Oh, yes, indeed. A little deja vu for you this morning. Olivia Rodrigo, it is 740. This is 95X. We're streaming live on DailyDodge.com. All kinds of things. Did you see the list? This is the list right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Let me see it. So it started off It started off where we had two, and we had two for the longest time, and it was like, I don't know that it's going to take place. But then over the last couple of days, we've been talking about it on break time, and that list has grown substantially now. It is, for those of you that are wondering, what list are we talking about? It's the dessert auction. It's our dessert auction. Wow. Which we're going to be doing next week, Tuesday, from 9 a.m. till 11 a.m. over on WBEV, and it will be streamed live on Daily Dodge TV as well. So people will actually be able to see the desserts. Um, I have personally eaten one of these on this list by the person that made it. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, more than that, two. Two different people on here. And let me tell you, they are delicious. Delicious. One of them is a strawberry rhubarb pie, and the other one is banana bars. Uh huh. Mm. Yeah. But so- all of these, like we've got graduation cookies, caramels, cheesecake, cinnamon star, bread pudding, cupcakes, scotcheroos, grasshopper cupcakes, rum cake, banana bars, strawberry cream roll, which you, I saw that, that from yesterday? yesterday. Yes. And you're and you of course are watching what you're eating right now. Yeah, I'm going through a lifestyle change. <laughs> Can't currently eat something like that or ever. Um yeah, it looked amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And then of course the strawberry rhubarb pie and the apple cranberry pie. So all of that stuff sounds fantastic, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it really does. You should see those the the one cupcakes. They I saw a picture of what they look like. They look like flowers. 
They're oh. unbelievable. They're really beautiful. That's it's like so one of those things cool. where you don't you don't want to eat it because yeah. it's so pretty. Yeah. But no, we I, I wasn't we weren't sure because we got a little nervous. It was like okay, you know, we haven't done this in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the participation? People are are calling us saying that they they wanted us to do it again. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh, we really missed the dessert auction. Like, okay, well, we'll bring it back this year, and then nothing. And for the longest time, nothing. It was like we got one person, and then okay, we got two. What's going on? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, the last couple of days, they've just come flooding in. Yeah, so that's looks, awesome. I'm so glad. So it looks like we're going to have a dessert auction. And there's a mystery one that will be coming from Great Harvest. Right. Yeah, I'm not sure what that's going to be yet, but, nope. well, we just know it's going to be really good. <laughs> okay, so what's one of the best things, what's one of the best ways that you can guarantee that you're going to live longer? Obviously... People will tell you eating right and exercising. But outside of that, what is something that a person should do to try to live longer? Well, I think um, I think mental health and overall outlook on life is really important. That's it. Staying positive. Really? Staying positive isn't easy, especially in it's... tough times. But a new study is out, and the study says being optimistic can add years to your life. I believe it. Yeah. I do yeah, too. I totally believe it. Uh, researchers tracked 160,000 American women for more than two decades and used a questionnaire to find out how optimistic they were. The ones who managed to look on the bright side were more likely to make it to 90 or even older. By the end, the ones who were most optimistic lived 5.4%. Uh, percent longer than the ones that were pessimistic. So if you want to add years to your life, this is, I'm guessing, for men and women. Oh, of course. Look at the glass being half full instead of half empty, and I know that's difficult, especially in these times. Ninja and I just had that conversation. In these times right now, with everything that's going on across the world, it's hard. It is hard to remain optimistic. I know, but I kind of I kind of uh, live by the motto... Like, if you don't have hope, what do you have? Right. right. I get, And I get that. But, man, sometimes stuff piles on top, and you're just like, how do you... Like, I know. You're like Chris, Chris Pratt. How do you dig your way out of this? I know. Been there. Yeah. I've been buried. I'll tell you what. Well, stay optimistic, folks. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. 94. 94- What's on your mind? I have some news I want to share. Want to hear it? Yeah, it kind of depends what the news is. Is it good news? Good news. Great, good news. That's good news. Great. That is good news. Good news. Let's hear it. All right, so first of all, that uh, kick in a classic, Time After Time, that was um, a Cindy Lauper song. That's not the original. This is one that we've never, I've never played before, uh, but it features her and Sarah McLaughlin together. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah, it's got a nice, it had a little bit... More of a subtle sound to it, mm-hmm. a little slower, but still pretty good. Nineteen eighty four. It was clo- It was closer to acoustic, right, than what her original one was. And her original one was good. Yeah, original one was good. Ninety one year old man uh, that was in the Korean War. His name is Dwayne Mann. For seventy years, for seventy years, he wanted to try to find a woman that he was deeply in love with that he met while he was in Japan. And he couldn't find her. 
They fell in love in Japan in 1954. She informed him that she was pregnant. And then he got uh, recalled from the Navy to come back home. And when he got back home, his first thought was, I want her to come and live with me. I want to marry her. And when he got home, his dad was on hard, had fallen on hard times. And so his, he got home and he found out the savings that he thought he had, his dad had spent. Oh. And she wrote him letters. And then all of a sudden the letters stopped. And it was months later that he got a final letter from her saying, Hey, just so you know, I lost the baby. And because I have not heard from you, I have met somebody else. And I am now married. And he was distraught about the whole thing. Her name at that time was Peggy Yamaguchi. And Dwayne then obviously met somebody else, married her. They had lived together for a long time and had kids together. And eventually his wife passed away. Well, Dwayne's 91 now, but he is still always thought about Peggy with the fact that he he didn't want her to think that he just abandoned her. Mm-hmm. And he was telling his kids about this. Well, a local TV station found out about the story and featured her picture. And it went out around the world. And a lady who uh, from Canada that does research for the History Channel mm-hmm. said, I'm going to take this upon myself to see if I can find her. Peggy's still alive. Peggy's not living in Japan anymore. She's living in Escanaba, Michigan, 600 miles away from where Duane lives. <laughs> and the other day, the kids didn't know if it was real or not. Both of them have kids. Mm-hmm. She's actually still married. Her okay. husband's still I was alive. Wondering. Her husband's still alive. But they had a chance to meet each other. And everybody was kind of worried about it, it was going to be awkward. So, you know, both families were there. Yeah. And it was just like old times. They just picked up, started talking about things and re- reminiscing about things and hugging each other and still caring for each other. She's Like I say, she's married, and yeah. he knows nothing romantic's going to happen. He's right. 91 years old. Right. Uh, but he was just h- happy that he could tell her in person, in person that he did not abandon her. And she's like, I am so, so glad that you were able to tell me that. I never thought that of you, um, yada, yada, yada. And then he pulled out his wallet. And he was still carrying around her picture in his wallet for 70 years. So it was a good, it was a really nice wow. meeting and a, and a thing that he he kind of like now kind of feels like he can kind of rest. Sure. Because he finally got to do what he wanted Had to, to make, do. Got yep. to make peace with yep. that situation. Yep. Using data from over 11,000 children from ages 9 to 13, recent research has found that children who play team sports have better mental health than those who don't play any sports. Whoa. This includes a lower rate of anxiety, depression, withdrawal, and more. However, the research also shows that kids who play individual sports, like gymnastics, tend to have worse mental health than those who don't play sports at all. This data suggests that the social aspect of team sports significantly bolsters a child's mental wellness in a way that individual sports do not. Wow. There is something about that team aspect, isn't there? Mm Mm-hmm. That's an important. Sure. I, and I don't think it has to be just be sports. I think it's that. No, it's I, that team. any kind of group. Right. Yeah. 
whatever whatever it might be. Yeah. Team. Absolutely. Get together with that team, folks. All right, 7.59. In sports, the Horicon softball team heads to Madison this afternoon for a WIAA Division IV state softball semifinal. Marsh ladies will take on Iola Scandinavia at 6.30. That's a game you can hear on 14.30 WBEV. Coverage begins at 6.15. Brewers mustered just four hits last night in a 10 nothing whitewashing by the Phillies at American Family Field. To avoid the sweep this afternoon, coverage begins at 12.35 on WBEV. Packers wrap up a three-day mandatory minicamp today. They'll have another round of voluntary workouts next week. Jason Tatum scored 28 as the Boston Celtics took a two-games-to-one lead in the NBA Finals. The 116-110 win over the Golden State Warriors. That is your DailyDodge.com sports update. I'm Wade Bates. Chuck Gaming, Wisconsin Dell Studios, and streaming live on DailyDodge.com. This is 95X. I love animal stories, right? Love cute little animal stories. Sure. Little doggies and kitties and other furry creatures. Ducks. Yeah. Florida man is in the hospital um, after the dog, or what he thought was a dog, bit him in the leg. 49-year-old told police he was out late one night. I saw this. Was walking, saw some movement in the bushes, took a closer look, thought it was a dog with a long leash attached to it. As he turned around to start walking, the long-leashed dog took a big chomp out of his leg. Turned out it was really a seven-foot alligator. How do you make that mistake? I don't understand. I saw that last night, and I was like, what? You're kitty, kitty, kitty. <laughs> meow. Like, what is going on? Hey, do you remember the commercial where the, it was for an eyewear company about getting new glasses? And the lady, uh, it's at night, and the lady opens the door, she goes, here, kitty, 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 kitty. And a skunk walks in. She goes, that's a good boy. That's a good boy. <laughs> Need new glasses? <laughs> That was a well-done commercial. But like a seven-foot, like I understand that that's not enormous, but it's big enough. Well, seven-foot is huge. Seven-foot is huge. I mean, when you take into consideration the the tail end and everything. But how do you mistake that? You don't. It's impossible. But apparently this guy did. Yeah. (laughs) The man was able to find a deputy who happened to be nearby. uh, EMTs were called to the scene. Treat him, take him to a hospital. His condition is unknown. The alligator is trapped, removed from the area. Uh, several years ago, we were down visiting some friends in Florida, and they live in a neighborhood where there's a, a big, big pond. Ooh. And there's alligators, or there Ooh. has been alligators in there. Yeah. And so I, um, you know, was down there, and of course, I'm up before everybody else. Yeah. So five o'clock in the morning, I'm wide awake. I'm like, I'm just going to go for a run. You know, so I have my Did you get phone. chased. I, well, no, I have my phone. I have my phone with with the with the Google Map open. Yeah, and um, I knew where the pond was, and there was a road that went around the pond. I'm like, oh, I, I mapped it out. I'm like, oh, that's like exactly two miles. I'll just do that. Mm-hmm. So I go around the pond. As I'm going around the pond, I keep on hearing coming from the pond because alligators make that noise. When they're out of the water. They make a, like a low kind of a groan kind a, of a, a noise. A bellow. Yeah. I make that noise when I'm hungover sometimes. Yeah. I did not know they make that noise. Yeah. Very, very creepy noise. 
So anyways, I was a little bit nervous, you know, because it yeah. was there wasn't many street lights, first of all. It was still dark? Well, yeah, at 5 o'clock in the morning in Florida? Yeah, still dark. What were you thinking? There were they were paved roads, Sherry. It wasn't like it was a dirt road. They were paved they roads. They can go onto paved roads. I know, but I ran down the middle of the road thinking that I would oh. be able to see a blob that big come out of the woods. Were you zigzagging? <laughs> was I serpentining? When you were running? It's like they serpentine. tell you you should do. <laughs> go ahead and serpentine. They don't understand zigzags. Yeah. No. Right? They get confused. The alligator's like, yeah. oh, what the hell's going on here? That guy's zigzagging. <laughs> what is he doing? I'm going to leave him alone. <laughs> but I still go back to how do you mistake an alligator for a dog? Oh, you know, Just the other day, I thought I was walking my dog. It turned out it was Thomas Rayfeld wearing a bunny outfit. <laughs> I I did that in private, right? He didn't want that. You still owe me fifty bucks. He did not want that talked about. Yeah, Uh the fact that you had a leash around his neck and he was dressed like a furry. Yeah, we just (laughs) what I do in my free time is my own business. Right, that's true. That's true. We need to stay on your mind. Every avid fisherman has a favorite fishing story, whether it's about a huge catch or maybe the one that got away. Maybe it's uh, something even bigger than that or more interesting. A man was fishing in Thailand, and as the man was fishing, a I don't know if it was a flying fish or one that he was tra- tra- he kind of halfway hooked, but a small fish flew up in the air into the man's open mouth what? and wiggled into his throat, <laughs> where he what? could where he could not isn't that happening where he so could gross. not. He was having trouble breathing because the oh. the fish had lodged itself oh. in the throat, and anybody knows the kind of like what a fish looks like on with the dorsal fin on the back of a fish is like a it folds right. Mm-hmm. So if it goes in head first, oh no, and you try pulling it out, those oh, that pop up and you can't it's like pull a barb back. on an arrow. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. So swallow it. Luckily, luckily the man was a, no, it was too big. Luckily, the man was able to breathe somehow around what uh, fish in his mouth, and they got him into surgery, and they were able to remove the fish. He's made a full recovery. Doctors commented on how rare something like this is, but as rare as it sounds, this has happened twice in the last two years. Not to the same this. guy, though. Not to the same guy. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, no. how are the chances of it happening once? But it happened yeah. both times in Florida, right? Well, I think... I Thailand. Think this, I think, oh, Thailand. Yeah, okay. I think this was over in the Thailand area. You didn't catch any fish in your mouth when you were in Thailand, did you? No, but I remember. Right. I did wake up with a sore throat once. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't think that was related. No. You woke up with kind of a banged up body, I, Ugh, I recall. Eyes are like fish brine around my lips. <laughs> Yuck. That is gross. gross. That is absolutely gross. This is the impossible question. What are you talking about? That's impossible. That's impossible. Impossible. I work for the government. On the 95X Morning Show. Okay, I've got a, I've got one of these uh, questions or nearly impossible things, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, this is <laughs> they're, not, they're th- there's no way, there, there is no way that this is, this is true. Uh, this is one of those ones where I'm going to put, you know, my foot down and say this is not true. Caveat. Um, 45% of women say they either don't know or don't care about what? Politics? 40, 45% of women. 45% of women say they either don't know or don't care about what? Sports. No, it's something about themselves. Uh, weight? No. Height? No. Eye color? 
No. Wrinkles? Natural hair color. It's not hair related or head related. The size of their fingers? Oh, I thought you were going to get it right. Size. The size of their feet? How do they not? You know, that crossed my mind. And then I'm like, well, no, because they have to buy shoes for themselves. How is that possible that you don't know the size Especially of your feet? Especially that I you said don't care percentage. About yeah, it says they, they, they it said, no, it said they either don't know or don't care. Oh. Uh, well, if they've got an average size, maybe they don't think twice about it. And so. Well, let me ask this. Whatever. Let me ask. Let is. me ask this question, and I, I don't. I don't wear women's shoes very often, but if I did, I'd want to know the answer to this. Do do shoes vary for women? Like where you might fit into one brand as a, a yes. three, and then another one you might fit into as a nine. And you're like, well, what the hell's not going? that big of a stretch, but yeah, I mean, just like anything, clothing is the same. You know, one brand you might wear this size, another brand you're wearing a different size. I wear a size twelve shoe. You that's wear it. that's it. That's it. Oh, There's I no think we're like the same size, Craig. Oh yeah, we could swap shoes. That's Are you great. Bragging my shoe swap. <laughs> the shoes, the shoe that I wear, the, the, the I usually wear like a seven and a half to eight, and uh, usually a seven and a half is the most comfortable because it's not too big. Mm-hmm. A lot of times the eights are too, are too big. Yeah, I get it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really don't. But <laughs> I do because I wear a seven that and was a half. Convincing, ninja. although I women's try. are a little different. Why is that too? Why are women's shoes sized differently than men's? Right. I don't understand. I never got that. pants sizes are different because we got to be confusing, so women don't know what they wear and buy more clothes. Yeah, yeah because, because because men men don't go buy a size eight or a size nine or whatever. Right. Men go and say, "I need a pair of pants that have a." 32-inch waist with a 29-inch inseam or whatever, whereas right. women are like, oh, I'm looking for a size 8. How? That's just that's confusing and to why me. why is zero a size? Zero right. is why not Why is zero, anything? zero a size? Right. Yeah. That's yeah. even worse. I don't get it. Yeah. Uh, seven out of every 1,000 people will be a lucky enough to have this happen. Seven out of every 1,000 people will be lucky enough. I, oh, I, would, I think... Winning would, a lotto ticket. No, it's not anything gambling related. Seven out of a thousand. Yeah, and I'm going to say lucky. Is I, it lucky in love? No, lucky. It's not love related love. at all. It's 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 individual about that person. So in other words, it's it's a fairly rare thing. Is it a good thing? Uh, I, I think I think in most cases it would be. Seven out of a thousand are happy. <laughs> Un- unexpectedly pregnant. Wait, is this like a, a physical thing? Yes. Like they don't get wisdom teeth? No, it's not anything like that. It's more about um, they're double jointed. It's more about them overall. Um, What's even the question again? <laughs> seven out of every one thousand people are lucky enough to have lucky this happen. Great abs, good hair. This happen. Well, I say when I say happen, again, it's about. It's not like once. It's not a body part. It's like you. It's lucky enough. You're lucky enough to have oh, this happen. Uh, uh, Edactic memory. Yeah, that's it. What? <laughs> what is that <laughs> even? Maybe idyllic memory. Could that be it? Is that it? Is that, did it's I mispronounce it? Yeah, yeah, I think you mispronounced it. Oh, darn it. I'll give you a big hint. Think George Burns. Live to 100. Seven in a thousand people. Seven out of a thousand people. Live to 100 smoking that right. many cigars? Yeah. yeah. He didn't inhale. Yeah, George uh, Burns. Yeah, he was still, you know, taking it in a little bit, right? All right, last one, guys. A survey <laughs> found that 60%, 60% of kids 
have never experienced this. No. It's something that takes place typically typically outside. Riding a bike. It is something typically uh, that might be associated with the outdoors. Camping. It might be associated with camping. Fishing. It's not fishing. Canoeing. No. Roasting marshmallows. Roasting. Oh. Oh. Wow. Oh, wow. What? 60%? 60% of kids have never experienced roasting a marshmallow <gasps> over a fire. Do people not have stoves? Oh. A lot. Stoves. Well, when it I works. was a kid, we did it over the grill after we grilled out. Yes. Oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah nice mesquite marshmallows. Right. Yeah. My oldest, mm. who uh, I first have to give her props, she uh, made the list of uh, high honors students for her grade. Oh, that's cool. Oh, yeah. nice. Lettered academically, which I didn't know was a thing, um, but good for her. Oh, congrats. Huh. Also was smart enough yesterday to take a plate and cover it with marshmallows, throw it in the microwave, and melt them. I've done so what? she could just drag chocolate pretzels through it. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, I've not done that. But that's brilliant. Yeah, and I was like, that sounds amazing. She's like, oh, it's so good. I'm like, except now, who's going to clean the plate? Yeah, because it becomes a real oh, sticky yeah. mess. It, no, really it becomes quick. like it becomes like glue. And I was like, yeah. the smart move would have been to put wax paper on it first. And she's like, why didn't I think of that? I'm like, well, because you're only high. Time out a second. Time out a second. Wouldn't, wax wouldn't, wouldn't the wax paper melt? Parchment, yeah. no. parchment paper would. Parchment paper. Parchment paper. Yeah. yeah. Wax you really paper. Split infinitives yeah. on that. Well, yeah, that's a big yeah, difference. That's a huge difference. Mm. You try making cookies on wax paper, you ruin your cookies. Do Wait. you really though? <laughs> Because wax paper used to be the only thing. I ruined my cookies once. Did you just say that parchment paper would melt? No, no wax, no, wax parchment. Paper. No, oh. wax paper will melt. Oh, because oh, the wax would the wax so would melt into the yes, marshmallow. I understand the wax paper melting. There's so little wax though. It's enough to melt. You know what I used to do? You know how Hershey bars come in those little squares or mm-hmm. well, rectangles? rectangles yeah. The little rectangles. So I would take one of those. I would stick it into a marshmallow. Oh. And then I would put it in the microwave, for, you know, and it would just make the chocolate melty enough inside inside the marshmallow and just eat it like oh, that. Oh, you are a good a idea. See, I was child. If you're listening, no. When I was uh, when I was I like the pretzel, the chocolate pretzel idea though is brilliant. When I when I was young, you took the uh, the Hershey chocolate bar and you just dipped it into peanut butter, made your own Reese's peanut butter right. cups. Really? Oh, good. Oh, my God, is that good. I tried to blow her mind a little bit more because I was like, you know, we have jars of marshmallow fluff. Oh. And you don't have to melt mm. it. Yeah. 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 If you like marshmallows, that's probably a good deal. Mm-hmm. Jennifer's coming up with weather next. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music. That helps get me out of bed in the morning. I listen to Joe when I'm driving to work. Takes the stress away. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. On 95X. Jennifer joining us to talk South Central Wisconsin weather. Hi, Jennifer. What's going on? Learn something uh, really important today, kids. By the way, Ninja's over there. Craig's back there. Sherry right there. And there's Thomas over there. I found out that fog. We had, you guys weren't up early this morning. We had really I, thick I had fog. It. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we had the fog pictures of the fog. Yeah. Did you know that fog is nothing basically more than a cloud that is settled in? Mm-hmm. I did not I know that. Oh. That's what it looks like. The ground. Touches break. the ground. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. I just thought Makes it was sense. It kind of reminds like when you're when you're in an airplane what and it's mean? landing. Yeah. And you're going through the clouds, you can't see anything. Yeah, I don't like that. That's a How do you do that? Oh, as I a love pilot? that moment. Mm. Oh. You love that moment? I would yeah. be terrified as a pilot being like, "Oh, I imagine what's you have on the to other trust side." Your instruments I like, like it. I like it the other Ooh. way when you're rising. 
when you're when you when you take off, yes, and you take and you go through the clouds, and all of a sudden, boop, you pop through, and it's all bright sunshine. And yeah, and like you see that. all the clouds. I like you. that. Mm-hmm. I don't like the other one, the descending. That's yeah, one. but anyway, landing and takeoffs are my favorite part of flying. Takeoffs are great. He I like said t- landings I, and takeoffs. I like takeoffs way better than I like landings. You guys agree with that? Yep. Yep. Oh, but the technical if, work behind landings is amazing. If you didn't know it was a cloud that is the fog, what did you think fog was? I just thought it was like an overabundance of humidity in the air. <laughs> so, Speaking of which, and I already brought this up to Rick, but I got to ask all of you guys. Have you seen the creature that was spotted on a security camera in at a Texas? zoo in Amarillo, Texas? What? No. I'm Googling now. Total yeah, chupacabra. Like after hours, they have no idea how it would have accessed the area it was in. They don't know what it is. And so you could Google say it. that it's a uh, person in an outfit, but it's the same situation as that uh, other Bigfoot picture where the um, the bend of the arm is way too low down. For it to be like human, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's a person. <clears throat> it's like a bipedal fox, wolf looking kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah the, this is somebody with a really good. Furry Jennifer, costume. Jennifer, are you, are you? Have you looked this up yet? No, I haven't. Yeah, it, it it's apparently um, at an enclosure someplace down in Amarillo, Texas, and it looks to me, it looks like a person in a werewolf outfit. That's what all it looks like. <laughs> It does not look. It does not look like. I mean, I, I thought it was going to be like some kind of a weird, crazy half boar, half mountain lion thing, and it's it's a person in a werewolf. Costume. It is not. The bend of their arm would have to have been. It would be really complicated, I think, to get the bend of the arm yeah. where it is. Thomas, your thoughts. And if that's There's the case, no such thing as a half boar, half mountain lion. What are you talking about? I understand that. Don't. But chupacabra. <laughs> that's totally real. <laughs> Focus, yeah. Thomas. Focus. Ever you guys. Yeah, Somebody's got to figure it out. Yeah. They're we, trying to figure got out game. what it is. I need to beat Sherry this morning. Right. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. Here we go. It's everybody's favorite game. Game we haven't played for a while that I'm looking forward to playing. Once again, it's time for Think Fast. It's the game where I give you a subject in the first letter, and then you have to come up with an answer. Very, oh, very, no. very, 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 very simple. Wait, a subject and a first letter? Have yep. we played this before? Yes, yeah. we've played this before. So I'd say, I'd say something like, um, name a professional football team that oh, starts with a P. Oh yeah, this one. You say oh, Packers. Yes. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So I drew a blank. The one where you're always stuck with the great one, Sherry. Yes. Yes. I, yes. What? 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 Oh, come on! I think the last game you did phenomenally. Yeah, well. you did. So uh, don't be such a negative Nelly over there. Remember, you'll live longer. Be an optimist. Okay. Here we go. We'll start with you, Ninja. No, yeah, we'll start with you, Ninja. Name a city in California that starts with an S. San Diego. Very good. Craig, name a color that starts with a T. Uh, (laughs) Teal would have been the answer. Teal, the one we're looking for. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Cher. No, not Cherry. Uh, Let's go. uh, Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Thomas. 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 Todd. Name a fruit that starts with a G. Grapefruit. All right. Sherry, name a sport that doesn't... No, that's not. That's too easy. Uh, Jennifer, name a sport that doesn't use a ball and starts with the letter H. Hockey. Oh, good job. Sherry, name something hairy that starts with a B. 
Um, <laughs> beagle or bear? Beagle or bear? Or the bear answer bear I'm looking really for. Froze. Beagle or bear? I'm looking for a beaver. All right. Uh, <laughs> let's go to you, Ninja. Ninja, name something that you put your food in that starts with an R. Refrigerator. Very good. Oh, nice softball. Uh, Craig, yeah. Craig, <laughs> name something you light that starts with a C. Candle. Seriously. Thomas, yeah. name something that falls that starts with a F. Oh, I'm sorry, feather. a feather. A feather. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> FT, whatever. Let's go to let's go to uh, Jennifer. Now Jennifer, you got your thinking cap on? No. Uh, here we go. <laughs> name a name a country in Europe that starts with a P. Poland. Sherry, <laughs> your turn. Name someone. Ready? Name something you don't want on your face that starts with an A. Acne. Hey! There you go. Good job, Sherry. What do you hope I was going to say? I was hoping acne because that's what I was thinking of. Okay. I come to mind. Egyptian asp. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Those snakes are poisonous. Oh, they're poisonous. Yep, they are. They are poisonous. Ninja, name something you find in the ocean that starts with a J. Jellyfish. Very good. Craig. Name a place with lots of people that starts with an H. Hall? <laughs> hall? I guess what well, that I was looking hall? for. Hall? You got a hall was, with a bunch of people? Yeah, I was looking for Church hospital, hall, but that's okay. Hong Kong. Uh, <laughs> Hong Kong. Thomas, you ready? Yeah. Uh, name something you find a lot of in New York City that starts with a T. Tigers? Taxis. Oh, Taxis. Tigers? Tigers, yeah. You got a big zoo there. Right. Uh, Jennifer, your turn. <laughs> only, got, right only got two more left. Uh, name a breakfast item that starts with a B. Bacon. Very good. And Sherry, you wrap us up. Name something you hoping to open up that starts with a C. Cereal. Oh, uh, I, cereal? I'd give it to her. You made it under the buzzer. I, yeah, but is cereal something you open up? It's something you, yeah, you open up a box. box. Yeah, you have to, box, box. You have to say... open the bag inside of the box. I didn't have enough time to say all that. <laughs> That's totally acceptable. If you would have started saying it. What did you want me to say? Clam. Mm-hmm. Clam is the answer. That was cereal So answer. two of my answers should have been beaver and clam. I'd have said cantaloupe. Cantaloupe makes sense. You just said cantaloupe? Yeah, you got to open it up to eat it, don't you? Or a cardboard box. Yeah, nobody just tears right into a cantaloupe. No, no. Thomas would. Thomas used to eat the whole apple, but he stopped doing that now. No, I kind of got back into that habit again. You're doing that again? Yeah. Seeds and all? The core, yep. The stem, all of it. Wow. But why? You're going to pay the price for that one. You at least wash the apple beforehand, right? Is oh, it? of course. Yeah, yeah I always wash. Are you thinking? Are you thinking the roughage is good for you, or what's your deal? No, I know it's good for me. I don't. I don't it's not a question. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey, ladies, Fiber. you're still single. You're looking for <laughs> 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 Jennifer. Let's bust out this weather forecast. What are we looking at? Yeah, so it looks like some areas of patchy fog for uh, parts of the listening area, but a lot of that looks like it's starting to burn off a bit. We're looking at sunny skies beyond that. Highs getting into the mid-70s, and then for tonight, partly cloudy overnight. Lows around about 52. For your Friday, a chance for showers and thunderstorms here in the afternoon hours. Increasing clouds for the day, high around about 74. 73 to start off the weekend on Saturday. Chance for showers and thunderstorms with cloudy skies. Sunday, slight chance for rain and storms. Blend of clouds and sunshine develops high around 74. Then our warmest day up, this forecast comes in on Monday. Not too much of a difference overall, though. Slight chance for rain showers, blend of clouds and sun high around 76. A meteorologist Jennifer Wichipke.
This is Five Random Facts. Let's spin the random wheel of topics. Now he's just saying random words. On the 95X Morning Show. Here we go. We've got your five random facts. Random fact number one. Joe DiMaggio has the longest hitting streak in major baseball history. And it's 56 games. You might remember back in the 80s, Paul Molitor was on a long tear and got derailed. I think he was in the 30s when he got derailed. Mm. Well, tied for 16th on the list of having the longest hitting streak behind Joe DiMaggio is actually his little brother, Dom, Hmm. who had a 34-game hitting streak. Dom played 11 seasons for the Boston Red Sox and was nicknamed the Little Professor because he had a small build and wore glasses, but was a pretty darn good hitter like his older brother. I did not realize that. I I knew he played baseball, but I didn't know he was that good. Uh, Random fact number two, the first Walmart, Target, Kmart, and Kohl's stores all opened the same year, 1962. Huh. Interesting. Really? That is really interesting. You would have thought that it would have been like one open, then the other ones would have copied them. Right. But no, Walmart, Target, Kmart, and Kohl's. And I think there's maybe like, what, one or two Kmarts left in the country anymore? Not that many. Did we ever have one here, Sherry? Yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, we did? Yeah, it was um, just up the road here on North Spring Street at the kitty corner from Tower Lanes. Seriously? Oh. Yep. That was a Kmart. It was. Okay. Huh. All right. A blue light special. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I never cared for Kmarts. They always seemed like dirty stores. I was just really confused what the K stood for. I, did we ever figure that the out? The K is for savings. That's yeah. why it didn't... Why, you know. Yeah, it didn't work out like yeah. that. People are like, hey, your spelling is kind of not my number one thing, but... Uh, Random fact number three. In the past 3,500 years, there have only been approximately 230 years of world peace. Hmm. In other words, there's been at least one war going on in 93% of all human history. (laughs) Wow. That's sad. I guess we just like to kill people. I mean, if you're good at something, right? Right. Makes money. Uh, America drinks the most Mountain Dew. Of any country in the world. Not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Right. What country is second when it comes to drinking the most Mountain Dew? Mexico. Canada. Russia. All good guesses. Not, But you're not in the right part of the world. Burkina Faso. I'll say it's probably... England. Asian. It's farther east of England. East of England. Is it European, though? China. Nah, uh, you're closer. Japan? Uh, nope. Korea? It, it, you're close now. You're getting a lot closer with that. It's actually Pakistan. Hmm. Pakistan hmm. is number two in the world for drinking Mountain Dew. Hmm. Ninja, you were shaking your head when I said Mountain Dew. You, you, you're not a fan, are you? I mean, it goes great with vodka, but other than that, I can't really think of a good oh. use. I love Mountain Dew. Yeah, I, I actually do love Mountain Dew, too. I hold myself back and have one once in a while at Brock Fries, and that's about it. Hmm. <laughs> Just, oh, it's still like 180 calories for one can. So I had a friend who would add spoonfuls of sugar to his mouth. What? And that 
turned me off of it forever. Added sugar to it? Added oh sugar. Oh, my. So gross. It was a Mary Poppins song, wasn't it? Yeah. It's just melted sugar already. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Oh, man. Was this friend you, Ninja? No, no, no. <laughs> was this no, a high school friend named JJ? Great guy, but boy, would he bounce off the walls. Yeah, yeah I believe it. That kind of sugar. Jeez. And lastly, uh, every anybody here know Donald Duck's middle name? Oh, I feel like we've had this before. Reginald. Yeah. Today is Donald Duck Day, by the way. He made his debut on this day. I'm assuming it wasn't wear pants, Duck. No, Dicky Duck. <laughs> I'm thinking it's a D. It is not Hauser. It is, is it an, a, it's an F. Gerald. It's Fauntleroy. Oh. What? Donald Fauntleroy. We were all super close. Yeah, we were all... <laughs> yeah. 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 Just missed it, Jennifer. Funkleroy? No, F-A-U-N-T-L-E-R-O-Y. You lost me already. So it's Fauntleroy. Fauntleroy. Yeah. What a Never fancy guy. That crazy one. Crazy. On that note, Jennifer, you go out and make it a fantastic <clears throat> day and down a couple of Mountain Dews. Great, thanks, guys. Thank uh, there's Jennifer. Look at the weather forecast. So I take it. Uh, so Ninja's not a Mountain Dew fan. Thomas, you don't drink soda ever, uh, do you? I never liked Mountain Dew. Do you? Uh, what? When you were a kid, you had to like a soda. Oh, I had to. Uh, Barks root beer. Okay. Uh, or A and W uh, and Country Time lemonade. It's not a soda. That's not a soda. Well, but. it came in a can. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, we know what yours is. It's it's just simply Coke, right? Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola. sure. Yeah. Sherry? I don't really drink soda much anymore, but when I was young, probably Mountain Dew and Cherry Coke were my two favorites. Um, now, Coke would be my favorite if I were drinking it. If you were drinking it, would be I Coke? But I don't. Yeah. I love Coke. I remember when Cherry Coke came back, like when that was a big thing in the 80s, and then everybody Gosh. had Cherry Pepsi and Cherry 7-Up. I've I know. loved Cherry Coke. I know one of our local uh, convenience stores mm. that has the soda fountain that you walk up and get. Yeah. They actually have the cherry cherry juice that you can add to yes. to make a Cherry Coke. they do. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. Huh. Never heard of that. Homemade mm-hmm. Cherry Cokes are even better. Yeah, I used to love homemade fountain vanilla Cokes. If I could find one of those, Ooh. I indulge. What's that? Hmm. That, you're same not putting, thing. You just put like vanilla, in. like in the fifties uh, when they would have those soda counters and stuff, and they would make their own right. flavored sodas. Uh-huh. The diner. Diner. I remember um, Barbara Mandrell did a song called "I Was Country When Country Wasn't Cool," and she talked about the old days when people used to put peanuts in their Coke, and that was a thing. Yeah. yeah. What? There's they, something there's behind thing that. that. Yeah. I don't remember what it is. Does something? Yeah. But people used to put peanuts in their Coke. Still yeah. do, I think. Do they yeah. still? Yeah. I think certainly. Just not, maybe not like it was huge back in the 50s or whatever. But When, uh, when I was a little kid, uh, there was a soda bottling plant in West Dallas. And it was just a, it was like literally a factory. But they had an um, assembly line kind of a thing that you'd put your, you'd go walk in the, in the door, you get a wooden uh, case. You put it on this conveyor belt thing, and you'd go down the line, and they had all their different flavors of soda, and you could choose however many you wanted to make up a whole case. Hmm. So every once in a while, my dad would take us down there to get a case of soda. Hmm. You'd get like, oh, take three cream sodas, two, two uh, uh, lemon limes. Oh, there's strawberry soda. I'll take two of those. And then, yeah, hmm. get all the different flavors of soda. Hmm. Hmm. It's kind of a cool thing back in the day. That was like, we, we had a thing called returnable bottles. Yeah. Which... 
I think uh, I, I caught the I tail remember, end of that. I remember yeah. those. I was a kid, but yeah, I remember that. Then that Thomas, you would not have any the memory. The tall of that. eight pack of no, bottles. Eight pack, yeah. yeah. Right. Tall eight pack of bottles, exactly. Mm-hmm. They were like what, eighteen ounces or something weird? I think sixteen. Was ounces. it six? Yeah, was it a pint? I think. I think it was sixteen ounces. And then obviously we used to buy cases of beer that were all returnables. That was in a like hard, really super hard cardboard case. I remember the cardboard case. I did that yeah. in college of uh, Rhinelander beer. Yeah. Oh God, you went for the good stuff. Yeah. Really. yeah. We paid uh, ten dollars and twenty five cents and got a buck seventy five on the returnables. Not not bad, my friend. <laughs> not bad. Craig's gonna update us on news next. From the Ho Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio. This is today's best music. Ninety five X. Weather was place. Yes, yes, it did. It's the ninety five X Morning Show. We head over to the Daily Dodge News Center and get this local news update again brought to you by Hometown Glass and Improvement. Highway 33, just east of Beaverdam. Remember, you call them for a free estimate. Craig Warbold's got a look at news. Craig? One person died in a two-vehicle crash in the Fond du Lac County town of Springvale yesterday morning. A northbound SUV on Highway M crossed the center line around 8 a.m. and struck a southbound vehicle just north of Davis Road. The driver of the southbound vehicle, a 54-year-old Pine River man, was pronounced dead at the scene. The operator of the SUV, a 20-year-old Brandon woman, transported with minor injuries. Transportation officials are calling for safer driving practices as deadly crashes rise in Wisconsin. So far, 209 people have been killed in crashes. That is 16 more deaths than at the same time last year. According to the State DOT website, there has been four fatalities in Dodge County through May 29th. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reports crash deaths rose by 10.5% last year, which was the largest ever annual percentage increase in the five decades the agency has collected fatal crash data. The public will have an opportunity to get in inside look at the Dodge County Sheriff's Office tomorrow. An open house scheduled from 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. The agency will be providing tours of the facility along with a walkthrough of the jail. There will be presentations made by members of the SWAT team, the crash investigation team, and the recreational patrol on their duties and responsibilities. Fond du Lac County Board Chairman Sam Kaufman won Tuesday's special election for county executive. Kaufman received just over 5,400 votes, while there were roughly 1,000 write-in votes. The special election needed following the unexpected death of Fond du Lac County Executive Al Beekle in March. Kaufman will serve out the remainder of Beekle's term, which runs through April of 2025. And the price of Wisconsin gas continues to go up, according to the AAA's full... Fuel gauge, the average price for a gallon of gas is riven to $4.91. That mark is two cents higher than Tuesday's average, 36 cents higher than a week ago, and just over 80 cents more than last month. Dodge County's gas is below the statewide average at $4.81 a gallon. I'm Craig Warmbold reporting from the Daily Dodge News Center. And there's really no indication that that's going to get any better. Yeah, no, there there doesn't seem to be relief, relief in sight. I keep driving by and seeing that number climb, and uh, as I'm sure you do. And, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, it's sign of the times. Um, Quite literally. Yeah, and it's like hampering people from doing things that they normally would do. Yeah, I believe, I, what, I forget what the term is, that we've reached the the destruction level. That's when people actually start changing their plans and the... The number of people that are using their motor vehicles for whatever purpose is now declining. Right. Um, which is, uh, I guess, according to economists, kind of an expected reaction to rising gas prices. Certainly, there's going to be a, 
a curtailing of people that drive less. Right. I mean, I kind of got myself in trouble because I had to change up my vacation plans. Hmm. And, you know, we were, we were going to go up north and do the camping thing. Oh, okay. And just got kicked out of Waterworks Park. Uh, with my tent and my campfire, apparently oh. you can't do that. Yeah, that's frowned upon. <laughs> yeah, so. Trying to sleep on the, the pirate ship. Right, yeah. Well, I thought it was kind of a cool place to, to sleep, but apparently you're not supposed, to, not supposed to do that, so that kind of was a change. No, I saw that the future prices came out uh, for what gas... The, and I don't understand how you bid on futures, and I don't understand that financial stuff, but the price was still $120 a gallon in July and August. Futures. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's like gambling. But it, it is that is that what it is effects. essentially? Yeah. yeah. And it, everybody makes all kinds of reasons why it is. It's it's worldwide, isn't it, Craig? The price of gas is up worldwide. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is certainly not just a situation that's going on in the United States. Right. Man. All right, Tom is going to update us on uh, today's day in history in a moment. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Wake up with 95X. Give it up. Has fun all morning. Every morning. All morning. All morning. Give me up. Every morning. They definitely get me through the work week. They have the best morning show. Today's best music, 95X. Time for today's day in history. We are making history here, people. We're making history. You are on the wrong side of history, my friend. You guys ready to make history? On the 95X Morning Show. All right, we're going to get to today's day in history in a second. Just wanted to ask both Thomas and Craig a real quick question. Um, are are you guys going to be able to be on break time at all today? Even if it's like one segment or anything? Uh, I think after after 10. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah, I should be able to. I mean, just is there any way that you could maybe after 10 just be on break time for even a sh- like one yeah. quick 15-minute segment? Sure. Yeah. Uh, because we've got some dessert committee stuff oh, to talk okay. about. Right. Ooh, and yeah. I want to make sure that the Council of uh, Elders, mm-hmm. better known as the Dessert Committee, uh, is, t- is together so we can discuss the uh, des- dessert auction that mm-hmm. is really taken off. Okay. Um, so, anyways, that'll be coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that on break time today. Thomas? Okay, history today yeah. for uh, June 9th, uh, 1650. The Harvard Corporation, one of the two administrative boards of Harvard, was established. It was the first legal corporation in the Americas. Oh, wow. That could be huh. a trivia question. Yeah. 1856, 500 Mormons left Iowa City, Iowa, and headed west for Salt Lake City. 1902, Horn and Hardert opened uh, the first restaurant with vending machine service at the Automat Restaurant at 818 Chestnut Street in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Uh, nothing like a good vending machine when you're starving and there's no other options. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, well, but wasn't that at that time, wasn't that kind of like, ooh, look how cool and fancy this is? They tried to make it hmm. like it was like, oh, wow, this is really, you know, like earth shattering kind of stuff. It was a vending machine, is basically what it was. Well, it's still kind of cool. I mean, you can get food whenever you want. Yeah, yeah, what was the name of those places that were just vending machine stores, like in the 50s and 60s? Did, wasn't that like a big thing? Oh, something Vendomat or something? Something like that, yeah. yeah. I don't think they have those much anymore, unless it's just called an airport. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, other history, 1934, Donald Duck debuted in The Wise Little Hen. Mm-hmm. 
not wearing pants. Well, yeah. What's his middle name again? His real name is Donald Fauntleroy <laughs> Duck. <laughs> uh-huh. 1953, John H. Kraft, no relation to our John Kraft, uh, was granted his patent for, quote, manufacture of soft surface cured cheese. Oh, Velveeta? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, 1973, in horse racing, Secretariat wins the U.S. Triple Crown, the Kentucky Derby, the Preakness Stakes, and the Belmont Stakes. Secretariat. I just, I just saw somebody post again his win at the Belmont, that 25-length win or whatever. That horse was that horse is going to go down as one of the greatest athletes ever. Oh, unbelievable to watch that horse run. Yeah. I don't know if it should get lumped in with human athletes, but okay. Yeah. No, no, I think the credit is still due. Like, even for, you know, it's still one solitary creature. It really has to compete up against a whole lineup of other great horses. Yeah. Your point? I think that's still impressive. It's impressive. I'm not saying it's not. Okay. I don't know about greatest athlete ever, though. I mean, uh, say it, that to Muhammad Ali. I'm sorry, but oh, I'm point. sorry, but as an ath, when you when you think about the feat of winning the triple crown and the way in which Secretary did it was the the numbers the the time that he set in those races was 1973. They still have not nobody's touched him. Okay, but greatest athlete ever, like ever, doesn't it also include something about inspiring other humans? In which case, Mike, or not Mike Tyson, but uh, Muhammad Ali easily has that crown. Except for the fact that he didn't serve his country when called upon. And I think that was still a source of inspiration for people. He stood up for his religious beliefs. We'll see how Rich Strike does. 1993, Hollywood madam Heidi Fleece was arrested. Oh, yeah, I remember. That was a big oh, deal. Wasn't Charlie Sheen, like, one of her... Well, I mean, yeah, that's that's an obvious. Like, no. especially in retrospect, right? Yeah. I mean, wasn't it like the... Weren't there other more obscure celebrities that were sure. outed in that one? Yeah. Really quickly, three more. 97, Married with Children. The TV series came to an end on Fox. Mm-hmm. 2006, Disney's Cars, released in theaters. Yep. Mm-hmm. And in uh, twenty or 2008, Tyler uh, made sure this one got on the list. That was the big flooding of Lake Delton. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, with the house going down the river and the whole deal. Wash the house. Uh, you're going to get to celebrity birthdays now. We've celebrity got we've got a birthdays. local celebrity birthday that oh, I want to throw out there. Yeah, Brenda Shanefeld's got a birthday oh, today. Birthday, Happy birthday, Brenda over at Beaver Dam Piggly Wiggly. Happy birthday. And many more. And many more. Good job. Why did you give the sad music, Greg? <laughs> I know, it was like a dirge. All right, go Celebrity ahead. birthdays, Logan Browning is 33, star of the Netflix show Dear White People. Natalie Portman, Jane oh. Tha- Foster in the Thor movies. She's making a return, is 41. Uh. Uh, Johnny Depp is 59 today. Oh, and he's like $10 million richer if yes. he's going to actually take Oh, one of the greatest actors it. of his time. His career was way too short, uh, but he's still around. Michael J. Fox, 61. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, Dick Vi- uh, Vitale? Dick Vitale, baby! Vitale, 83. <laughs> Donald Duck is 88. And uh, born Donald today... Donald Flatulence Duck. What was his name? Funky Fa- Wagon. Fontenot, right? Fontenot. Les yeah. Paul, born in 1915. Oh, and, Les Paul, uh, native. R&B soul legend Jackie Wilson, born in 1934. Oh, wow. Your love has lifted me higher, baby. Yeah. We're going to get to our last kick in a classic of the morning coming up. From the Ho-Chunk Gaming Wisconsin Dell Studio, this is today's best music, 95X. Hey, it's Stacy with Slumber.